podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please visit ProfessionalCasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, every month we're going to be giving away any one item to a Patreon backer at the $5 tier or above. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code professionalcasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for checking out a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure. This is Dan from the future from episode zero. This podcast has been going on for a little while now, and I want to say that if you're going to check out episode zero, do take it with a grain of salt as our recording ability and technology savvy has increased mightily since episode zero. This is the only episode where JB is not in person. His audio is not great this episode, but in future episodes, it is stellar. Think of that as you are listening here, judging whether you want to continue or not. If you're not a fan of less than high quality audio, skip right to episode one and it'll sound like we are singing in your ear holes. Hello and welcome to session zero of the Grim Podcast of Perilous Adventure. This is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay actual play show. And if you can get past that mouthful, you're in for a wild ride. I'm Dan. I am a frequent collaborator on the PCN, and joining me in this endeavor are Danny and Tim, and special guests Alex P. Nelson and JB. Uh, so WFRP, as this game is affectionately known, has been my favorite system since second edition launched back in 2005. Four of us played a ton in college, and Alex and JB played a game I GM'd in which we played the Pads of the Damned campaign. We made it all the way to Nuln before it fell apart, which was over a year which if anybody's played RPGs knows that's that's quite the achievement. This show will feature the Enemy Within campaign in the new fourth edition of the game. We're all quite new to this system, so we're going to assume our listeners are too. If you're a little lost already, don't worry. We'll keep it newbie-friendly for listeners and Tim. Thanks! Which brings me to the <laughs> first part of our Session Zero, the players. So when we get to know each other a little bit, let the listeners know who we are, introduce yourselves and your familiarity with RPGs and uh, WFRP specifically. Let's start with Danny. Hi, I'm Danny. Hello. Hello. Um, I am more familiar with RPGs than most people are, and than more than most people would probably expect me to be. Um, I started playing D and D with my dad when I was seven years old, and he uh, let me roll up a character for a little like resin model that he had. Um, and I actually got you into D&D back in That's high school true. when you first started dating. Um, and right then after I, high school, yeah. Yeah. And then I started playing WFRP when you picked it up. Um, I've GM'd my own campaign once that I wrote myself, which was, was pretty fun. fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like WFRP because it's only two dice and, you know, you don't have to really commit a lot of mind space to that to really <laughs> understand it, which I appreciate. So, yeah. All right. Uh, let's hear from new to the network, Alex. Hey, well, uh, yeah, I'm Alex P. Nelson. Glad to be introduced with the middle initial. Uh, but I've been playing, well, probably my first role-playing game of any kind was Dragon Quest IV on the NES. But I uh, converted over to pen and paper by the time I got over into college. And 
played D&D uh, 3.5, uh, lived and enjoyed four somehow, uh, and played a decent amount of I've also played uh, WFRP 2nd Edition with Dan, which was a delight. I look forward to finding new ways to torment him with the years of experience I've gained since that time. All right. Well, I just want to let you know, you and JB will, will appreciate this, especially is that I have the dice of doom, death, and destruction to come back for this. Uh, these dice definitely killed some characters in that long campaign we had. One of JB's, at least. I think his name was Faustus. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. Uh, how about Tim? Um, I'm Tim. <laughs> uh, I didn't get into uh, tabletop gaming until much later. I started in 3.5, probably in high school i guess and pretty much stuck with D. didn't go to fourth did a little bit of fifth really got into pathfinder a lot um now i'm here i haven't really played wfrp before i've played it very briefly uh i don't know a lot about the world or the system or um you know warhammers or fantasies you know about fantasies. Come on, man. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a different, it's a different category. <laughs> it's a different though. kind of fantasy. Yeah. In this world, the fantasy is like, man, I fantasize about not having warts all over my face. Right. You know. Yeah. Right. A little different. <laughs> <laughs> all right, JB. What are you bringing to the table today? All right. So I'm JB. Uh, let's see. I've been role playing games since 1993-ish. Um, you know, started with D and D Second Edition. Went to third and skipped uh, fourth. Went to Pathfinder at that time. Uh, Warhammer Fantasy is uh, one of my favorite systems, uh, hands down. Uh, I really love the gritty, grim aspects of this system. Uh, if you get your arm chopped off, that is just you're playing with one less arm. It's amazing. Uh, let's see. I love the, the wackiness of the system um, as well. Uh, and love the fact that like you have to roll up for everything when you start to make your your first starting character you don't come in with like any sort of class concept or anything like that you get what the dice gods give you that is the best thing ever um i think uh my best campaigns have been with uh mr dan cole here so i'm ready to rock and roll oh thanks jb our resident grognard I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's been playing games a long time. Um, I just want to say when JB says he's been playing since 1993, and it's like, wow. And then I think like that was when I was seven and I started right. playing D&D. So time. that makes me feel really old. Because <laughs> 1993 sounds really old. I mean, you are old. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's all right. Wow. I feel like if I said that, I'd get slapped. Well, yeah. Yeah, but Tim's a special <laughs> guest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, I said a little bit about my experience. Um, Danny kind of filled in the rest. I started playing RPGs with uh, D&D. I guess it was 3.0 at the time, and then it was quickly 3.5. Um, and then we played a bunch of WFRP in college. I played a couple of things that were mostly the D20 system. Uh, I remember doing a Warcraft RPG. Um, I always wanted to play that and never got the opportunity. I played a Troll. All right. It was a blue troll. I remember I got blown up at one point, and somebody who was uh, our friend Murphy was playing a goblin tinkerer. He blew me up on accident, I think. Mm. And he took a finger that was left over and he put it in a pot and tried to regrow me, which is where James Gunn got the idea to grow Groot. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, since then, um, we've played a lot of Dark Heresy, which is basically the 40k version of WFRP. We played um, Pathfinder, of course. We've uh, dabbled in 2nd edition Pathfinder, 5th uh, edition D&D. I played one game of 4th edition. That was as far as that got. <laughs> uh, we played uh, some, uh, what's it called? Delta Green, the Cthulhu. Hmm. Even that was a good one. Uh, so dabble in a bunch of different stuff. Uh, mostly I'm the GM, typically, but not always. But I figured with this one, I've got the most experience in GMing, so let's do that. Uh, so we're going to move on to making our characters. Let's see who it is that we're actually going to be role-playing here. Uh, so first up, we're going to roll for race. Uh, so un- if you're not familiar with WFRP or the Warhammer world, no one's going to play an orc. Sorry, Tim. It's just not how it works. That's stupid. This game already <laughs> bad. <laughs> no one had to kind of talk you into it when you found out you couldn't play an orc. Um, so you can be a human, a halfling, a dwarf, a high elf, or a wood elf. But you have a 90% chance of rolling a human. Uh, so it's cool, like Jibby was saying, you can roll for everything here. Um, if you choose to take the first thing that you roll, you get some bonus experience. Uh, so with our races here, you roll your D100. And okay. if you just take what you roll, you get a bonus 20 experience. Is 20 experience a lot? It's almost enough to get 1% bonus to a skill or characteristic. Gradual gains are some of the most important gains. <laughs> it's true. I like. I, it's one thing I like about this system is that it's, it's even more granulated than this game has been in the past, where your advances by 1% increases, but they cost a lot less than these. So let's go roll up your D100s. We'll hear what people get for races. If you don't have it right in front of you. Human is 1 to 90, so if you roll anything other than a 90 on the the D, uh, the the 10s, then you're human. <laughs> I rolled an 85. That's a human. So close to not That's human, really though. Close. That is close oh, to not human. Can you taste it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've had this taste, taste of dwarf on the tip of my tongue for a while now. <laughs> Starting out strong with a 3. Hey, Ooh. that's a human. <laughs> All right. You're pretty much a proto-human at that point, aren't you? Like, <laughs> Cro-Magnon. There's yeah. only yeah, two people, potentially, that could be more human than you. Uh, I got a lo- 11 here. I'm going to be a little bit further up the evolutionary tree. Probably some Neanderthal type. <laughs> you almost stand upright. Yeah, I've I'm, I'm got the big forehead for my big brain. Oh, I hope you roll an academic. Nice. I got a 60. All right, so we got four humans, Sweet. which is kind of what we expect with this. Um, so we're going to roll for career next. So on your sheet, you can write down uh, human or type in if you're using the form fillable PDF. Human. Human. Uh, so human. for career, um, unlike other games, you don't have just like a dozen classes to choose from. Technically, there are eight classes, but each of the eight classes has looks like eight careers at a super quick glance because i can read that fast and count that's what i meant you're a good right. read counter dan i'm a real you're, good read counter you're a fact person <laughs> um so again we're gonna do another d100 roll here and we'll see what careers we get i'm still writing down human can you spell that for me nope h-o-o-m-i-n human human like a no, like a blended bean uh, dip. What if, I think. We, what if we don't like what we rolled? Uh, too bad. And foremost. All right. So yeah, if you take that first roll, you get whatever it is. If you get a peasant or a beggar, what about you a rat choose catcher? Choose to accept it. If you get a rat catcher, you're taking it because I want freaking rat catcher in this game. Um, if you choose to accept that first one, you get another bonus experience. You get fifty. 
which is Ooh. enough for two advances. 50. Ooh. If you don't like the first one that you rolled, you can roll two more times and choose from those three, but you only get 25 experience. But so you're saying if I take the first thing that I roll and and I took the first thing that I rolled for human, I yes. could be like 3% better at something than I normally would be. Almost. Almost 3% yeah, better. Yeah, it's 70, right? You have Yeah, you have 70 experience and at this point they cost 25 each. Oh, gotcha. So I'm on the cusp of 3% better. You're right at the rim. All right. Circle that rim. Um, I got a 97. Ooh, cool. For a human. Very good. You are a soldier. Ugh, fuck that. Really? Why would I want to be a soldier? That's so boring. So maybe you won't die as easy? Break out of your comfort zone. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know what? That's kind of a good point. (laughs) Just throw your dice at the computer? (laughs) Well, yeah. It's like a dice tray, kind (laughs) of. I got an 88. Oh. Also for a human. Ooh, Tim is a witch if you uh, choose to accept it. Fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Danny, I yeah. will trade you your your uh, what was it? Soldier. Uh, soldier. Okay, uh, for my nineteen, which is a beggar. Ugh. Oh yeah, <laughs> please play a beggar. That's even worse. Please play a beggar. I don't know. You can become a beggar king. It's pretty incredible. <laughs> what? That, the, the, the career track goes to beggar king. That's right. You get a following of beggars. Oh my god, that's I think amazing. You own a mega church at that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. I have always wanted a following of beggars. I've got to say. Who? I mean, even who as beggar king, your your maximum allowable income is over two, though, which is that's very pretty damn oof. good, actually. Yeah. Start out at brass zero, though, so you get no money. You start with no money. Oh. No. Money. Uh, what'd you roll, Alex? I got a 96. So you're also a soldier? (laughs) All right. Oops. I don't don't know if I want to RP a soldier. That's interesting that the two people that rolled soldier are both like, eh, I don't like that. At what tier do you get Mako eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Tim, you play 40 hours of that game and you're still pronouncing it Mako? Uh, It bothers me a lot that they say Mako or whatever, so I just, I mute it and read the subtitles. (laughs) I definitely read it as Mako. Yeah, that's what it is. Alright, so those of you that choose to, so Tim, you're definitely keeping Witch? Yeah, absolutely. JB, Alex, Danny, you got all Mm, re-rolling? Unfortunately. Yep. Alright, so you get to roll two more times, and then you can choose of those three. 29. That is an artist? Or 73. I got a 73. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, 73. actually looked up the pronunciation of this word today. Is it... St- oh, no, I don't remember. <gasps> oh. Stevador? <laughs> Ooh. Stevador. Stevador. It's like uh, it's like a glass case that you would put cigars in, but you just put dude's name Steve in there. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so, a Stevador is like a dock worker. You load and unload ships. So, like, you're typically big, strong, and you, you control the docks. Artist, mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. You could yeah. end every sentence with, I'd ship it. I'd ship it. it I'm just gonna ship it. I'm just ship it. (laughs) Hmm, I gotta think about this. Let me hear what everybody else gets. All right. Alex, you wanna go next? Uh, yeah. So, for the, uh, my second roll, I had the Steve door. (laughs) And for the third one, I came so close. I got a Townsman with a 26. So close to what? Uh, I was just uh, three sweet rat catcher. Damn, God, motherfucker! I want a rat catcher. JB, roll rat catcher. All right, I'll do my best. So we could have two Steve. My doors. second roll is going to be a fifty-two. 
Coach the Coachman. It's not bad. Yeah. And then uh, my last goal here is going to be in Heaven. All the way down to Thief. Oh, that's pretty good, too. Ooh, Thief is badass. Coachman or Thief. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But you could be the beggar king. Oh, that's, that, that was one away from witch. We could have had two witches. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, what better, what better thing to roleplay than a beggar to, to build up through the, the ranks and become a king? Right? Yeah. Or probably die immediately in the first combat. Right, because you have no money, so you have no armor. You're probably fighting with a rusty spoon. Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> Those of you that haven't played this edition yet, coming from second edition, you're not going to start with anything. Oh, sweet. You start with, I mean, money is tight. Tight. Uh, so what do you guys think about what you're going to be? I want to talk to Tim a little bit about his witch. So in the Warhammer world, the old world, um, so you guys live in the Empire. Um, it's pronounced ye old world. Ye old world. Um, so the Empire is super, <laughs> is incredibly superstitious. The world is full of magic, but nobody trusts it. It's awful. It's chaos. Mm. It's the, it comes from the dark powers, right? So as a wit, so anybody that's born with magical powers, which just kind of happens randomly, um, it's completely illegal to do magic unless you attend one of the universities of the colleges of magic in Altdorf, the capital of the Empire, and you become a sanctioned wizard. Oh, so as a witch, you are illegal. Oh, until I go to school. Yes. You have to get the proper documents. Gotcha. And then you're not illegal anymore. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, so there's a path, at least, to not be illegal. Right. I just have to actually do that. Right. So okay. part of your character development is going to be deciding, Do you want, are you trying to keep your magic under wraps? Are you actually on your way to Altdorf to join one of the colleges of magic? Or are you secretly in line with the dark gods and you're using your magic as a way to worship them or whatever? What? Not overtly. Gotcha. <laughs> Very much covertly because the dark god, anything that's related to the ruinous powers would be stomped out immediately. If there's like... Um a regular wizard man next to like a witch man yeah and they're both casting a spell is it obvious to tell well obviously that one has his permit and that one does not no <laughs> oh it's like literally you'd have to carry a license on you from oh. the colleges of magic and we potentially have a thief who could forge me a college license, <laughs> i mean maybe right? a permit or a learner's permit all right yeah fuck it what? What are you doing? I don't know. One of those. <laughs> All right. So those are some ideas. It's not overt, Dan. So those are some things you can think about for your character while we find out what everybody else is going to be. Alex, you look like you've made up your mind. Yeah, I think I'm going to do this uh, stevedore. Nice. All right. And what is a stevedore again? So he's like a dock hauler. He loads and unloads oh, yeah, cargo yeah, ships. Yeah, yeah. So you're probably real strong and stuff. Yeah, like potential for some uh, good, you know, boosting the strength, weapon skill, toughness. All right, so Good. you're the heavy, sounds like. So you got a magic user, you got a uh, fighter. Danny, you got a... Did you choose one yet? Well, I thought about it for a long time. That whole time when it sounded like you were trying to dissuade Tim from being a witch. I wasn't trying to dissuade anything. I mean, it sounded a little bit like it. Um, and Stevedore does sound really cool, but my bio dad, his name is Steve. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's not a cool thing. So I'm a little sore on that subject. So I think I'm just going to say screw it and be a soldier. Like so you're Tim just throwing said, away those 25 experiences? I mean, yeah, anyway? but Tim had a point. 
I always play like the charlatan or the like the envoy or the, the envoy. Yeah, like someone who whatever does that, and I'm never like the grunt. I'm just gonna be the grunt. All right, you know that'll cool. be a challenge for me to role play. I'm there we go. To see that, and you can always go more like ranged grunt if you want. You don't have to be a frontline fighter. Yeah, just throw Alex in front. Yeah, be like I'm gonna ship it. All right, GB. I like it. All right, GB. Um, so we're ready to go because you're the beggar, right? Yeah. No. I'm really having a toss between that coachman and the thief. Both sound amazing. I'm thinking that you know the coachman could be a good face at the party. Um, I just want to say, when you're introducing yourself, you were saying how much you like the grim, grubby aspect of this, and you're passing up beggar? I am passing up beggar. <laughs> Only because, uh, looking at the beggar career, uh, that, that doesn't seem uh, like very good. If you see the picture on page 63 um, of the shabby man uh, dressed in rags uh, with a a bowl full of gruel yeah. to, you know, get, you know, some sort of handout. Or, I mean, if you uh, head over to uh, age 86, that guy's got a gun. So, I mean, you're not going to start with a gun. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, but there's the potential for a gun. <laughs> with exactly with right. beggar, there's the potential for dysentery. Maybe so. somebody... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somebody will put a gun in his begging bowl. I don't someday. know. If you're a beggar, though, you get to do cool hood rat stuff with your friends. That's true. It's a tough choice. Uh, I'll go with Coachman. All right. So we got a witch, Stevedore, soldier, soldier, and a Coachman. I think it's uh, I prefer to be called Soldier Boy. Oh. Yeah. Soldier. I mean, soldier Boy. Are you going to Superman those hoes? That's <laughs> <laughs> no. the only way. All right. So next up, now that we have our careers decided we're going to roll for your characteristics so another game is be like your abilities um we got a few here so first up uh with humans it's really simple you roll 2d10 and you add it to 20 and you just fill it in as you go so first up you have weapon skill ws is weapon skill um which is pretty self-explanatory how good you are with a weapon in your hand like a sword or an axe or whatever um i don't know i think danny's the only one that'll start with a weapon like that as a soldier class, you start with a hand weapon. So. Yeah, that was another, another uh, one of the reasons why I decided to go that way. Nice. I mean, as much as being an artist is tempting. That was one that that would that's really more up your your typical alley. Right. Thing. That's something that I really would have done before, but not now. Quarantine me is a new me. <laughs> I'm a soldier. <laughs> um, so I'm going to let you guys just kind of go through that part yourself for. So um, for all of these, we just add them together and then add that to 20 for everything your whole top row um all the way through fellowship oh god math so 2d10 plus 20 so just add the two dice together add 20 each time oh shit i'm uh, strong exceptionally high rolls or exceptionally low rolls i hope you guys are ready for lots of flexing because i'm buff I mean, that's good for a soldier. You want to be strong. And I'm dumb. <laughs> oh, the first I is initiative, not Oh, shit. So I'm just slow then. Yeah. <laughs> I like hearing the dice roll over the place. Tim's just throwing out his computer. Sounds like he's got a bowl or something. I like how it hits all the keys on the way. 
Oh, there we go. Intelligence. Uh, 33. All right. I'm not that dumb. 33 is above average. Average is 31. So like average human would be 31 on, in, in any of these states. I'm getting a lot of 33s, but you're watching me. It's slightly Whoa. above average, so that's all right. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded so satisfying. What, slightly above average? Yeah. <laughs> in some things, you're going to be below average in some as well. So as you guys you finish up to, uh, putting these down, let's hear any um, particular standout stats. Anything really high or really low? Anybody roll 40 for anything? No. I did. Ooh. Uh, for initiative. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good for a spellcaster. Too bad it wasn't willpower or intelligence, but you know. Right. I'm quick to know that I should, you know, Act. just not use magic and <laughs> pretend I'm somebody else. Hey, I can cast spells for you with my 38 intelligence and 35 willpower. Oh, shit. Wow. Wow. Doc worker. Yeah. Um, I got a 38 for strength. Perfect. And a 35 for ballistic skill. So like you were th saying, just, you know, oh, from, wow. a, from a distance. So I'll you're good at both. Um, when you throw things, is it from strength? Probably. Sweet. You can just huck stuff. <laughs> just <gonna> toss stuff. <laughs> just. JB, you got any standout stats? Uh, let's see. My weapon skill is uh, at a high of 37. Uh, my next lowest is my fellowship, which is a 36. Okay. Hmm. My fellowship is also a 36. I'm at a 34. Wow. Alex, what's your fellowship? At a 30. Oh, so you guys are all pretty personable. So fellowship, you, you know, I'm assuming some people are familiar with D&D. That's &D. kind of like your charisma. Oh, okay. Your fellowship is basically how well you interact with other people and whatnot. Fellowship. So I'll go across that real quick. So first weapon skill, uh, BS is ballistic skill, is your, your skill shooting or throwing things. Uh, S is strength, pretty straightforward. T is toughness, again, pretty straightforward. Uh, I is initiative, like we said. We'll be using that for uh, combat. Um, then we have AG is agility, which would be your, you know, how well are you at contorting your body and whatnot. Uh, deck, uh, DEX is dex, this dexterity is your manual dexterity with your hands specifically. Um, after mm. that is intelligence, INT. Um, I feel like that's pretty straightforward. WP is willpower. Um, that'll come and play a lot with the horror aspects of the world. Uh, if you see a demon manifest in front of you, you got to test that willpower or run the fuck away. And then F-E-L is fellowship, like we said. All right, so next up, your wounds. A little bit different than it used to be. Uh, in this case, you can take your strength bonus, add your doubled toughness bonus, and then add your willpower bonus. And the bonus is just the first number of that um, characteristic test, correct? Right, the tens unit of your characteristic is the bonus associated with it. So if you have a strength of 45, your strength bonus is 4. Okay, so can you repeat that one more time? So it's your strength bonus plus okay. your willpower bonus. Which is, again, just the first digit. Yep, and then you add okay. it to your doubled toughness bonus. So most people are going to be in the 10 to 12 range. I have okay, a I'm 12. 12. Ooh. Now, do we just put that on the back of the sheet under wounds? It should be is that on the back. Yeah, I don't have a copy. What does Hardy me. mean? That's if you have the talent Hardy. Oh, it okay. It's see. like a Bojangles, but it's regional. Oh, like a Carl's Jr. Okay. Oh man, I had Carl's Jr. like once when we went across the country. It was good. I've never had it. I just dream about it. Doesn't hold a candle to Carl Senior. Mm. Right. <laughs> what a silver fox that Carl Senior is. <laughs> 
All right, next part is uh, kind of fun. Fate, fortune, resilience, and resolve. Uh, so as humans, these are pretty set numbers. You start with two fate and one resilience, but don't write that down yet. Oh, God damn it, Tian. Because you, you I need get, a new character sheet. <laughs> you get three extra points to distribute into those as you, as you see fit. So you start with two fate and one resilience, and then three that you can put wherever you want. You, um, so fate is used. Um, you can burn fate points to stay alive. Something kills you, you can spend a fate point to not die. Or you can use you can spend them at any time to just not take any damage from an attack or something. Um, you also have fortune points that will reset at a certain um, that the rules that says it resets every session, but uh, we're we'll be doing shorter sessions, so it'll be like every fourth hour they'll reset kind of thing. Um, and fortune points can be used to reroll a test plus one success level to a roll, or at the start of the round you can choose when to act an initiative instead of where you're predetermined to act. And you have the same amount of fortune as fate. And then resilience is a new thing for this edition, where you can spend resilience to say, I deny you, and deny him getting mutated as you gain corruption points. Oh. Hmm. It's cool, because you keep the corruption points, but you get rid of the mutation. You don't get a mutation. Are there cool mutations? There are cool mutations, but if people you see you with them. those mutations, they're going to kill you. Yep. Oh, they're all physical? Like, on the spot. Yeah, you'll get, like, a tentacle arm or a pig nose. I don't get, like, a sweet-ass yellow wheelchair and psychic powers? No. no. Okay. And you are illegal. Mutants are illegal in the Empire. They are killed on site. Because oh. mutants are created by the warping powers of chaos. Not good. Gotcha. All right, you can also use resilience to say, I will not fall, and decide uh, the rolled number of a test even if you already failed. All right, so it says, I will not fail. I can read really well tonight. Um, and again, you can, the same, the amount of resilience you have, you also have resolve points that re that come back um, here and there. It says you can use them to become immune to psychology, such as fear. You can ignore all modifiers from critical wounds. So, like, if you're bleeding and fatigued from that, you won't be or you can remove one condition, like fatigued, okay, or bleeding, or something like that. Um, you get those back when you do what's you um, complete your motivation, which we'll talk about after you assign those numbers. Um, so they're both really important. Resilience seems to me it seems less important just because it's a new mechanic. Fate was around in second edition; that was huge. You want as many fate points as possible. It's kind of like mm -hmm. lives. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, they're a big deal. So you get you start with two as you two fate points, one resilience, and then three extra to put wherever you want. So I'll just kind of get a, a thumbs up from people when they're good with those. Which was the one that was um, uh, being not mutated? Yeah, it's gonna be good for you as as a magic wielder. You are yeah. the most susceptible to that because that was resilience. That is yes. resilience. Yes. So we start with two in fate and one in resilience. Right, and then you have three more to put to distribute how you want. So like you could put all three into resilience, or all three into fate, or two into one and one the other. And these don't like reset each session or anything like that. These are fate. You you gain you can gain fate points back, like after you do something really important. Okay. Often it's the end of adventures, like oh you stopped whatever from happening, you get a fate point kind of thing. Okay. Uh, the fortune points that you get from fate reset every session. Because they're not as they give you like a reroll. Fortune. Right. Okay. And resilience? Resilience is stopping corruption from happening. But when does it reset? Or when, when I tell I you, you gain a, when I tell you gain a resilient yeah. point. Okay. Which won't be a which won't be very often. Okay. 
what are the things I can get points back for for just doing shit that I'm supposed to do or in character and stuff? Uh, resolve. Resolve, which is used to do what again? <laughs> I, I just read it. Right. I, <laughs> I forgot already. It's not that I wasn't listening. I just wasn't paying attention. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so resolve, you can spend to become immune to psychology until the end of the next round. So like if something is scary, you won't be scared of it without a test. I'm already not scared of anything, so I don't need any points in that. So the amount of resolve you start with is the number of resilience you start with. All right. This is... <laughs> okay. So all you need... Are you deciding how much fate and resilience you have, but you're starting fortune and resolve are the same as their, like, parent stat. Oh. So can we fill that into, like, if I'm taking one of those additional um, points for fate points? So I have three fate points, so I'd have three fortune points. Correct. Okay. So and you're then, really only deciding those extra points between fate and resilience, and then the rest yes. just follow suit. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. But but for, fortune and resolve get used up more regularly and refilled more regularly. Okay. Fate, as you use it, is gone until I tell you otherwise. Okay. <laughs> uh, so next up, uh, something I glossed over the first time I was making a character is really important, is your motivation, which is right next to um, your resolve in the resilience box there. Yeah. So your motivation says it represents your character's core essence. What is motivating you to be an adventurer kind of thing? And this is how you can get resolve back by doing things that kind of go along with your motivation. Okay. All right, so you don't have to write anything down at this second because we're going to be developing our characters more as we go anyway. But think about what would your motivation be to get resolve that would kind of fill you with resolve, you know? How, why? What would you do can to we, be filled like you're filled with determination? That's what I was gonna say. Can we call resolve <laughs> determination? I mean, resilience? you can. That can be like your head cannon. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's on my character sheet now. Oh, nice. No resolve, not resilience. What? What I say? <laughs> There's no room to write it above resolve. So. Um. <laughs> All right. Next up is skills. This is one of the most important part of your characters because skills are how you do everything. Your base characteristics inform your skills where they've even added, like, melee and ranged skills. So you don't just make a ballistic skill test to shoot something. You make a ranged test, which is going to be better. Um, so these, uh, at start, you get 40 skill points to distribute among your class, your career skills. All right, so one thing I missed um, here, JB just pointed out uh, as we pause for a moment, is that for your characteristics, you can rearrange the numbers. Um, so, like, if you are... So the stevedore, if you didn't roll well in strength, but you rolled really well in, what was it, intelligence, you could swap those numbers around a bit, but you won't get an experience boost. If you just take the numbers in the order that you rolled them, you get another 25 experience. I think I'm going to do some swapping around. 38 intelligence uh, seems great uh, for my strength. Um, so I'm going to swap my intelligence that I rolled out. Uh, and also going to, um, swap the willpower and toughness. So I've got 35 toughness, uh, and only 31 weapon, uh, willpower. Nice. So if you want to choose, so if you, like Alex moving the numbers around at all, you only get 25 bonus experience, but you still get something. Oh. Which is not bad. That's still an advancement. I mean, I feel like... For your primary stats, that's super worth it to make sure that it's beefy. Yeah, you just switch them around however you want, and you just lose 25 experience. That's 1% on something. I already not, wrote down bad. the numbers on my character sheet. Do you have another one? Nope. Race marks make it <laughs> unclean. <laughs> <laughs> All 
You could do it now, and then you can get a new character sheet for next time. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to move that. Um, I have a 38 in ballistic skill, and I'm going to move that to intelligence. Ooh, that makes a lot of good sense. Good call. Yeah. yeah. For your speak language magic, that you like your most yeah. important skill. Maybe I'll move stuff around, too, because I have a 28 for weapon skill, which doesn't make me a very good soldier. You could be a soldier that resolves things with words. Uh, But that's so like something I would normally play. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Play against type. All right, so we're talking about skills. First up, you have your species skills. So as humans, uh, you get a certain set of skills. So first, I'm going to list them off so you guys can just mark on your sheet what skills you have access to. Uh, So you have animal care. That would be an advanced Right, so it's going to be an advanced skill. So you're going to write that in under advanced skills. You're going to just... Uh, advanced skills you can't even attempt if you don't have it, so they're not oh. even listed on the sheet. So you're going to write in what that skill is. So you're going to write uh, animal care. Right. I have to... Is it pretty common? Yes, there. Oh, right. Yes. Is it pretty Bop. common to have um, just full human parties? If everybody rolls for it, yeah. Because 90% chance of rolling human. Because it represents that the vast majority of the Empire is made up of humans. The other races are relatively uncommon, especially elves. Dan did a run... Fuck. Dan did run a campaign where everybody played a Skaven, though. Oh my god, that was the best. Skaven are like... They're the rat people. Oh yeah, rat Rat people. Rat orcs, right? No. Why not? They're super dumb. They're real dumb. It's the only game I've ever had where a PC kills a PC on purpose. It's the only game I've had where a PC tried to kill another PC, but then ended up killing his own character. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Alex, for that one. Oh, God. Uh, That's so good. Yeah, he took a poison wind globe and smashed it in another PC's face, but the, that she survived it with a toughness test, and then the gas... <laughs> Floated over onto his space, and he died from it instead. God, it's <laughs> it so good. So, it was so great. Skaven are the best. Oh my god! You know the Skaven have a uh, qua- uh, quantity, not quality-based survival scheme. I think it's fine. A hundred percent. Yeah. Even the quality Skaven you did have in the party, where our friend Bob was playing a black Skaven, which is they're bigger and stronger, got killed by a small but vicious dog. Was it a rat catcher's dog? Small but vicious It was, dog? yeah. Mm-hmm. I had them fight an, like a party of adventurers in the sewers, and they almost got wiped out. <laughs> I don't know a lot about WFRP, but I do know that rat catchers get small but vicious dogs. Which That's is, one reason yeah. why I wanted somebody to roll it. So I'm going to kill somebody pretty quick so you can roll up a rat catcher. Bonus <laughs> <laughs> experience if you take the rat catcher. All right, so you have animal care. You also have charm, which I believe is a basic skill. Yep. You yep. get cool basic. So cool is an interesting skill which you're going to use to like resi- like you make a cool check as like um, to resist things like fear. Oh, like keeping your cool. Keeping your cool. Right. Gotcha. It's not like fighting a fever. You have right. good AC. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong game. Oh. Uh, you also get evaluate. I like that. That sounds good. Which I believe is an advanced skill. Yes, oh, it gosh. is. You get gossip, which is super important. So this would be um, like your way to gather information. Give me that gossip. Do you think used to be a skill? I think they got rid of that one. But gossip is really important. Uh, you get haggle, because everybody haggles in the empire. You don't take the first price you hear. That's like that Scottish thing that's made out of sheep stomach, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
No. Oh. <laughs> uh, you get like, you actually know Bretonian. Who's which, that? So Bretonian is the neighboring empire, which is basically feudal French, France. Feudal France. Yeah. I like that. So if you speak Bretonian, you essentially speak broken French. Is there a place for languages, or is that it's an advanced skill? skill? Sorry, because so you just, can't attempt a language unless you know it. So just speak language Bretonian. Yes. So like you'd write speak language parentheses Bretonian. I will. Do we get both Bretonian and Wastelander? It seems like it, yeah. Because it, it, it's assumed that you guys are from Reichland, uh, which borders both Bretonia and the Wasteland, which is, again, another... Is it an area that actually seceded from the Empire. Have there been previous Reichlands? Is this the first Reichland, or is it, like, the third Reichland? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> should have known a joke like that was coming. This Can is we the cut first. that one? <laughs> I mean, that's literally what it's named after. Is it really? It's supposed to be... Uh, Feudal uh, German. It, Feudal German. It's all based on Germanic yeah. oh. things. <clears throat> Germanic, I believe is how it's pronounced. Yes. Uh, you also get the leadership skill, Ooh. which I think is basic. That sounds. Yeah, it's basic. Sounds yeah. important. Uh, what's next? Lore, parentheses Reichland. Those of you writing is R E I K, land. You get melee basic. So get melee parentheses basic. So you know how to use basic melee weapons like a sword or, well, no, punching would be brawling. That's different. And you get ranged bow. So range parentheses bow. So you, you you know the basics of how to shoot a bow. Whether you have a bow or not is, I don't think any of you are going to have a bow. <laughs> Maybe JB. He's riding shotgun. No, I don't. Shot bow. Shot bow. You also get some, <laughs> some talents to start. Uh, you all have the doomed talent, which is funny one. It doesn't really do much until you die. So essentially, if you are a doomed character, you're playing a human, you have pretty low survival chance. When you make a new character, you get bonus experience. Oh. Kind of thing. So Just in general? Die. Or if you die in the way that your doomed prophecy or whatever says. So we'll look into that one a little bit more later. But yeah, it's just kind of a flavor thing. It's fun. Gotcha. Uh, you get to choose choose savvy or sauve. Suave. 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 Uh, so these are cool talents that just give you bonuses to your characteristics. So savvy, you get plus five intelligence. Or suave, you get plus five fellowship. What was the first one? Suave. Savvy. Savvy is intelligence? Yes. And that's a talent? Yes. So you used to choose one of those two. Wow, that's awesome. Yes, yeah, really huge. good. So just bonus either five to intelligence or five to fellowship. And you add it to your base? Yep. So if you got a 30 intelligence and you take savvy, just erase it and make it a 35. Sweet. Oh, which one was the fellowship on? Swap. 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 As my father-in-law likes to say, swavy and deboner. Yep. Instead <laughs> of swap and debonair. Gotcha. Classy. Yeah. So classy. I hope he listens to this because I think you get a kick out of it. I think you would too. that. Yep. And who is this again? My, my dad. Oh, your dad. Yep. All right. So next part is one of my favorite things about playing as a human or halflings. They don't get as many, but humans get three random talents. Sweet. So like JB was talking about, random stuff. Okay. So you're going to roll D D100. You're going to get the roll. You get three. And like, you don't even get to choose what it was. Just get three of them. So, um. 40. Roll. Tell me the number and I'll tell you what you get. Marksman. Hey, I think that's plus five ballistic skill, which is pretty sweet. 73. Sorry, shit. <laughs> 73. Sharp. Sweet. I don't remember what that one is. That's we'll look a talent you said, right? Yes. So marksman is plus five to I my think base? So. We'll, or just... we'll double check that. But okay. yeah, just for now, I just want to just rapid okay. fire these. Okay. Rapid fire it. Rapid fire it. 
What? Yeah, 17. 17. Cool-headed. I believe that's plus five wep- uh, willpower. Alex, you got numbers, or are you just looking up yours over there? Uh, I got a 26 to start for Hardy. Uh, I've got a 91. Supernumerate. Supernumerate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's good with numbers. And a 24 for Flea. Ooh, yeah. fleas. You get fleas. So you're, you're good at running away. And you don't even have to be a beggar. Pretty sure you all have fleas. Oh, sweet. <laughs> totally. Do we, the is only that ones... an advanced talent or <laughs> fleas? Yeah. The only ones who don't are the rat catchers because the fleas live on the dog. Ah. Uh... My last one's a 31. Which is lightning reflexes. Bow. Which I, th- uh, I'm not sure what that, that one, I think is plus five agility. Good job, Tim. Six. You rolled really well there. Six. Ambidextrous. Sweet. That means my hands can breathe in water and land. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. (laughs) And they lay eggs. JB, you got all yours because you have the the book in front of you, right? All right. Let's see. Oh, I was going to roll them on camera. Yeah. 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 Why not? For for the record. (laughs) Yeah, why not? All right. Uh, We're going to go with. 92. Very resilient. Very resilient. That's plus five toughness bonus. We got 90. Ah, Super numerate. That's the worst. Somebody else is good with numbers. And 98. Wow. Okay. Very Warrior born. Plus five weapon skill. Oh, 98. Yeah, warrior born. Okay. Plus five weapon skill. All right. Let me write those down. I got an 82 for my last one, Dan. What's that? That's sturdy. Ooh. You're sharp and sturdy. Girl. Girl. I'll be riding sharp and sturdy. <laughs> All right, so for <laughs> I have, I've got copy like quick reference talent sheet here. Which ones are we not totally sure about? That's actually what Marksman. we were missing was uh, a bunch of people using. Man, I want dirty fighting. Flip. Uh, Marksman, you gain a permanent plus five bonus to your starting ballistic skill. Fuck yeah, that's a 40. Oh, that's really good. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to start with like the freaking uh, dart or something like that. Because we're going to start with such shitty equipment. You literally can have a, a throwing, like a yard, uh, what the lawn I'm, dart. I'm going to throw rocks. <laughs> mm. We got a pebble in your eye. Now you're going to get sepsis and die. I mean, well, that seems like a pretty violent tactic in this world. <laughs> oh, man. That's what killed the stallion that was going to mount the world, so... <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> cool headed. Permanent plus five to my starting willpower. Nailed it. Knew it. Sturdy. Strength tests when lifting increase the number of encumbrance points you can carry by your sturdy level times two. Hey, you can carry stuff more better and things. Oh, sweet. Which is a witch is All super handy, guilt. you know? <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> All the guilt about who you are on the inside yeah. without say... being able to like express it on the outside. You're the party's pack mule. No. JB, you rolled well, too. I know. If, if I only got those rolls when I was rolling up the, the what, species, that would be really good. Right. Uh, all <laughs> rolls in the high 90s, that would, that would yeah. be fantastic. Also, Sharp Unfortunately, I'm a human just like everybody else. Is the plus five to initiative? Oh, that's what Sharp is. Yeah, because initiative is a new stat, so Sharp wasn't a talent in second edition. That's why I didn't know that one. Awesome. All right, so we got our ta- our random talents. So the first, you get your first advances here for your species skills. You get to choose three skills to give yourself five advances in, which is 
each advance is plus one percent. So you can choose three of your skills to have plus five in. And then you're gonna choose three more skills that each get three advances in, so plus three percent. So right in your character sheet, it has your characteristic, and then it has a column for how many advances you have, and then your total. So okay. say you want to advance to your charm. So you want to have that be one that you're giving five advances to. You would put your uh, fellowship, whatever your starting fellowship in is, it is in, and then you write five in the advance column, and then you add that five to it for the skill. Column. Okay. So now that's just the basic skills, or the basic skills and the advanced skills. We can put those into. You can do these in basic or advanced. You can just do this with your species skills, which is why we aren't moving on to career skills yet. What is evaluate okay. again? So evaluate is um, actually have it right here. It says it lets you determine the value of rare artifacts, usual unusual trade goods, and works of art. It's kind of like a praise. Yeah, same thing as a praise in other games. So it says everybody is assumed to, to know the relative worth of general items, but a successful use of the evaluate allows you to identify the value of curious and unique items. So if you find something hey, yeah. while you're adventuring and somebody's like, well, what the hell is this? You can be like, oh, well, I think that's blah, 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 and it's worth, you know, 10 pennies. <laughs> and we can use our starting uh, five and three advancements on our advanced skills as well. Yes, as long as it's, 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 as long as it's these species skills. So I'm going to put my fives... My three fives and charm, cool, and then a third one. Maybe <laughs> a charming witch. Yeah. A charming, cool witch. Everybody's going to want to sit with you during lunch. Right. And that's the issue. So you accidentally <laughs> turn their lunch into a frog. Right. Which some people like to eat that, Dan. Sometimes that's an upgrade. <laughs> you saw what the beggar was eating. Bretonian cuisine right there, frog legs, right? Yeah. right. I was actually going to mention we tr we did started a game once that took place in Bretonia, and they added new careers like frog wives, and there was a big part of the story was that you were in like a frog marsh and you had to help them catch some frogs. Mm -hmm. Now, what does animal care do? <laughs> it helps you care for animals. Oh. <laughs> animal husbandry? I get to marry an animal? So it lets you Hell tend yeah. and care this for animals weird. and heal them because they weird. fall sick or become wounded. Okay. Do we interact with animals a lot in this game? Are they might. animals? Maybe. You got a coachman. Maybe he's got a horse or more. Maybe he's got a, a donkey. horse or more. One J or more horses. JB, do you have horses or more? <laughs> I, I would hope uh, that might be one of my motivations is to mount a horse. Hot. Because, <laughs> like, you don't know with the chaos, maybe that guy's just Fred and he didn't used to be a horse. But with mutations, now he is. Fred True. still needs love. Now Fred is a horse? Of Just course. his top half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's that reverse centaur. Yeah. Now, being a coachman, um, I am definitely playing two type, and my agility is in the gutter. So my drive skill is also in the gutter. So I'm oh, no. I am one of the worst coachmen out there. Uh, yeah, that's going to be good. That's, that's amazing. Much, no, you don't get to start with a horse or anything. I think you just you go hard the other way and just slap everyone on the ass and call them sport and just be really motivational and be that type of coachman. I, I believe that's where I'm going with this character, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you got to call everybody sport. You're like, what are you My fellowship about? is through the roof. I'm really, yeah, I think that's where we're going there. Nice. Yeah, riding shotgun. 
All right, you ready to move on? No, I don't know what to put my last five in, let alone my three threes. Tim, I... I what did everyone else do? I, I mean, ideas. I should have known that this would be difficult for oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many choices. It's normally like a one to two week process to make a character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, my highest scores now, let's see, my charm. I put my five in charm, so I'm up to a 46 in charm. Ooh, girl. That's pretty, pretty oh, yeah. hard charming. Pretty fucking charming for this game. Well, Almost so between, 50% chance to pass. So what? between JB and Tim, you guys are just going to charm the pants off everybody. And that's the goal. And then Alex and I could just like throw people at other people and, you, and knock heads. And you put them in uh, crates and yeah, ship them. Just ship them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, uh, so is it going to be like in England that I'm going to get like some short brown shorts and like a you know a trim? I will give you. With- I will give you bonus experience if you come to play remotely dressed up properly. Uh, yeah, I can. I can work on that. <laughs> can I come dressed as a witch in like trip pants and a bunch of old hot topic garbage? Yes. I mean, I'm going to be more. Uh, it needs to be period. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So next up, we're going to get trappings, which is stuff. <laughs> oh. Give me that stuff. Where do we read? Is there a trapping section? Yes. It's on the back. I believe it's on the I'm back. So trappings is like your gear. Uh, so first up, you get uh, get some basic trappings based on your class, um, which is, you know, so like Danny has a soldier. She's part of a warrior class. Okay. So the eight different classes that have eight different careers in them. So I'll start with that one. For a warrior class, you get a you get clothing, which is good. This is for the, just the warriors. Just just warriors. Okay. Uh, you get a hand weapon, so that can be your choice. Is it a sword? Is it an axe? Is it a mace? Is you know that kind of thing? Is it a hand? A giant fork. You get a dagger because everybody gets a dagger, and you get a pouch to put things in. Well, it's more pouches than I have in real life, so. I mean, you have a purse. That's Wouldn't not that a, a pouch, pouch, though. It's too big to be a pouch. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, JB, you're a ranger? Uh, yep. And I believe Tim is as well. Being a right? Tim is a rogue. Rouge. Pretty okay. sure. Um, okay. So just for um, listeners, so rangers start with a cloak, clothing, dagger, pouch, backpack containing a tinderbox, blanket, and one day of ration. So the rogue, Tim... You get clothing. Sweet. You get Hold on. a dagger. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which is going weapon as well. You also get a pouch. You have a sling bag that contains two candles, 1d10 matches, so you can roll how many matches you have. Hold on. <laughs> two candles? Yep. 1d10 matches? Yeah, roll that. Throw it at your computer. Five matches. You get five matches. And I lost. Are those matches on Tinder or Plenty of Fish? What? The matches. Are they what? Are they on oh. Tinder or plenty of fish? I, I totally didn't get what you said at first. And you get a hood or a mask. Oh. Ooh. Choices, choices. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to come back to me. Uh, Alex, the Steve Door, is that a... Are you a river folk? Okay, I wasn't sure if you're a river folk or a burger. Um, so river folk get a cloak... They get clothing, a dagger, a pouch, a sling bag that contains a flask of spirits. Mm. All right. And then you also get your career trappings for the first level of your career. You get you get the stuff. Oh, the other levels are just kind of like flavor. Like you, you 
you should try to get things like this for your character. So we'll start with a soldier again because it's near the back and I can find it easier. So soldier, you get... It's funny it says a dagger again. So I guess you have two daggers. Again? Mm-hmm. So can That's, I have one in each hand? Sure. You have a hand weapon. That's better anyway. Uh, you get a leather breastplate. You can just write that in trappings for okay. now and we'll figure out the armor stuff later. And you get a uniform so you can decide what province you're from. Um, you could just be from Reichland. I believe they wear blue and red. Uh, or if you're specifically from Altdorf, they wear red and white. Or are they all white? JB, you remember? I do not. Or you could be from Karaburg that were all red because at the time they were all covered in blood. I mean, that's literally what I was thinking, like straight up Deadpool. Nice. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so Karaburg is a, a, fort- a fortress on a river right near Altdorf, and they used to wear red... And I think they used to wear the red and white livery of Altdorf, but they held their fortress against uh, something was invading, either Greenskins or Beastmen, and they they fought to the last, basically, and they were just covered in blood, but they held and they, they stopped uh, the castle from being taken, so they changed their livery to all red. Nice. So you could just wear red head. Herberg also canonically is the uh, place where uh, the Care Burger was founded, which is a cruelty-free, vegetable-based Great, the, uh, the Care Bears burger. formulated that. Yes. Care Bears. Yep. Nice. Yep. All right, Tim, you ready for your career trappings? Yes. You're going to love this. Okay. You get candles. Okay. So more candles. How many candles? It just says candles. So that Let's do a D10 for fun. Happy birthday to Nine. Nine candles. In addition to the, what, the two you already had? Yeah. That's like 11 <laughs> candles. Some you get some say. chalk. So you can write on things. Sweet. You get a doll also of your choosing what it looks like. Creepy. Okay. Like if it's like a voodoo doll or like a little kids looking doll kind of doll. thing. It's a my buddy. My buddy. A pillow pet. You know. The and you get some pins. Oh, okay. To stick in said doll probably. My buddy like the Chucky doll? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up, the stevedore. You get a hand weapon. Ooh, that's really good. Specifically, a boat hook. <laughs> that's, <Yeah. awesome. laughs> that's pretty great. Um, and leather gloves. That's it. What game did we play where somebody, Anthony, had the hooks? Yeah, Remember just kept that? chucking meat hooks. Yeah, oh that, was, that was Dark Heresy where he found meat hooks in some creepy, weird meatpacking place, and he just kept using them as weapons, and he was shockingly effective it with them. It was so great. They were like improvised thrown weapons, and he was killing stuff left and right with yeah. it. It was ridiculous. And then the coachman gets warm gloves, warm coat and gloves, and a whip. Ooh. So your shotgun uh, whip. Ooh. You know, pair that with Tim's candles. Mm, just saying. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a stew going. <laughs> And uh, you might also want to go over the starting wealth of uh, the characters as well. Oh, yeah, that's pretty important. Starting wealth. Uh, it's not a lot. Give me that money. So, soldier. Yes. On your page again. You start at silver one, which is pretty good. So, you start with 1d10 silver pieces. 1d10 silver. It's a big difference between one and ten. Did you roll ten? No. Did you roll one? No. Three. Oh, okay. That's not bad. You have three silver shillings to your name, which is actually quite a bit of money. Is it? Yeah. How many Kara burgers could you buy for that? <laughs> you could buy some nice, like a nice uh, private room at an inn 
and like the best meal they have and some wine and breakfast the next morning and have some left over. And like somebody to help me use JB's whip and Tim's candles. <laughs> For sure. Which I don't think you get much. I mean, uh, I already have 11 candles. There's brass not much one. <laughs> you get two D10 brass pennies. Take that computer. Uh, 17. 17 brass pennies. Wow. I mean, that's pretty good for what you could start with. Which yeah. which is that the D? That is the D. I don't know why it's it's abbreviated D. You'd have to ask the English. I'm gonna pay for everything in the D. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from the D. Steve Door, brass three, so you get six D ten brass pennies. What? He that's makes more money of, than you. That's a lot of D. That's a lot of D. <laughs> 35. Wow. And then Coachman is also silver one, so JB also gets one D10 silver shillings. How many Ds does it take to make an SS? It takes 20 pennies to make a silver. Oh, that's so dumb. And 12 silver to make a sh to make a gold crown. Why can't we just make it base 10? Because that's it's based on English money. Uh, English money is dumb yeah, money. system hasn't been invented yet. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> All right, so next up is one of my favorite parts is adding detail to your character. Yes. So first up we're going to do here is you're going to give your person a name. And I guess at this point you can decide whether you're playing male or female or non-binary if you want to go that way or whatever. If you want to be indeterminate, especially if you have a hood or mask. Which I, I have a hood or mask. Right. So I'm saying yeah. so you can easily uh -huh. hide your identity that way. And I got ambidextrous, right? That means you can't tell what gender I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you keep changing the definition of this word. Um, but obviously you need a name for people to call you by. So if you want to go heavy, you know, flavor of the world, the empire is roughly Germanic. So if you want to come with a German sounding name, if you want to hear some quick, you could choose one or go with something different, made up, whatever. Um, we have Adamar, Anders, Arter, Beatrice, Clementia. It's a weird name. <laughs> Detlev. Uh, Erica, Frauk, Friedrich, Gerner, Gertrude, Helitha, Heinrich, Helga, Henrik, Ermina. I don't know how, do you pronounce the J in the first letter in German? It's, I think so, because it's pretty, there's a Jennifer? Uh, Jehane, Carl, Kruger, Lorelei, uh, Mariki, Sebastian, Siegfrieda, Talther, Talunda, Ulrich, Ulrika, Werther. Oh, I guess it'd be Werther because they don't pronounce the W. Werther's a rich. Wilhelmina and Vilrin. <laughs> uh, or you can kind of take any name and kind of Germanify it. I don't know. I really want to name myself after my grandpa's favorite candy. What's that? Werther. Werther. Werther's a virginal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're going to have tons of terrible German accents on oh, this. I'm excited. Hi. Oh, can't man, I can't wait. wait to hear JB's German accent. You've been oh practicing? <laughs> JB. It's going to be as bad as any of my other accents. <laughs> that time for... when you met Bill Cosby. It's a Mia, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my example of JB's terrible accent. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I stole JB's run you. games for us, and he's a great GM, but man, he's bad at accents. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness uh yeah so names i don't know does it make sense to have a female soldier yeah sure they have them? Female. yeah you can be a female in the empire right. yeah they want anybody that's able-bodied okay i have a very able body <laughs> <laughs> 
able and willing to fight the so, emperor's fit name. So much cheese in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna do uh, Carl with a C. Don't want anybody to uh, confuse me with uh, his Imperial Majesty Emperor Carl Franz first. Oh yeah, okay. different person. Just so that we all know that. Any any chance that um, you're the second uh, in your lineage named Carl? Are you Carl's Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm Carl Sr., and my long-term ambition is going to be to make Carl Jr. <laughs> that's the motivation. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's great. I like how you worked in the long-term ambition. That's good. Yeah. Tim, you got anything? I do. Uh, I'm going to go with the traditional uh, Germanic. Germanic. <laughs> German neck? Germany name. Yeah. Lucky. <laughs> Are you choosing so that lucky. because it's um, not, uh, not gender specific? Yes. No. I'm curious. Will you look up what lucky is in German? I mean, I feel like I came here to play a game not to do your fucking work, but <laughs> all right. JB, you got a name? I kind of jumped ahead a little bit on you uh, <gasps> and rolled up uh, my other stats, such as my age, my height, um, and those types of things. Uh, turns out I may be the shortest group, uh, a little bit of dwarven mixed in the blood, I guess. Uh, but I'm, I'm coming in at, at a, a cool five foot nothing. Is it five um, foot nothing? All right. So, yeah. Wow. You are, uh, yeah, you're so, going to be mistaken for a dwarf all the time. And then again, with my agility so well, I can just picture myself as being some rotund coachman that barely gets off. Uh, the bench seat. So I feel like I need a good rotund German name. Uh, Bruno. I, think, I mean, <laughs> you're just gonna use your own name. I like it. So a little. So, Bruno. So JB's first name is Joseph Bruno. <laughs> so I like it, Bruno. It is rotund for so, sure. So yeah. I don't even have to decide if I'm going to call you by your name or your character's name. Yeah. I'll just, you know, yeah. we got it. It'll be easier to remember, I think. Yeah. So we have Carl with a C. We have Bruno. Have you seen got, the movie Bruno? Is that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen? Yeah. No. There's a very specific scene where there is a very specific piece of anatomy that uh, they've animated to yell the word Bruno. <laughs> um, it's really good. I have not seen that one. Did you? So did you look up Lucky in German? Yeah. The Gluck leak? <laughs> God bless you. Uh, no, I I muted my mic and went on Google Translate, and that's why my face was right next to my computer screen because I was listening to how it sounded, and that's it. So, do you want to be lucky or glucly? Lucky. I'm gonna be lucky. All right. I like glucly. I mean, my given name is glucly, but my friends call me lucky. Wow. All right, Diddy, what did you come up with? Um, I consulted the Google, mm. and um, I, don't know, I found a whole list of stuff, and one that stood out to me is Mina, um, which is short for Wilhelmina, which is the name of the first victim of Dracula in the novel. So, you know. Dracula well, dead and loving it, right? Yeah. With Leslie Nielsen? Yes. So you're a Wilhelmina, but you're going with... You Mina. tell people to call you Mina? Yes. You introduce yourself as Mina, or Wilhelmina, call me Mina? Mina. No, that's her last name. It's Call Me Mina. 
call me Mina. Oh. I was literally just thinking I that. I hate myself for making that <laughs> oh, joke. God. All right, so we got names. Obviously important, so you know how to refer to each other. Mm. So we have Lucky the Witch, or Glugleek the Witch. Lucky. We have Mina the Soldier. We've got Carl with a C, the Stevador, and Bruno the Coachman. Is your last name with a C? Is that your full name, Carl with a C? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an important clarification. It is. <laughs> All right. Um, next up uh, is age. How old is you? ASL. As a human, you are 15 plus 1D 10 years. 20. So Mina's 20. 16. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Are you Sabrina? Like if you're a 16-year-old witch? <laughs> so your par- your powers have like just manifested no. at puberty, and you're, mov- you're going to see... You're going to the school. Racco! The dog knocked over the teacup. He was trying to roll his stats. <laughs> uh, Carl, Alex, how old are you? Yeah, Carl's 19. He uh, didn't go to college. He went right into the trades and he started working. <laughs> yeah. You've probably been doing this for like five years or something by now. Oh, yeah. I mean, I finished high school real early. <laughs> um, you Bruno. were going to take a gap year. You went on a boat. You wanted to travel a little bit. And then, you know. So our short rotund yeah. coachman. How old are yeah, you? Being as I roll low for that height. I rolled so well for my age, so I'm the maximum one allowed to be at 25. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. 25. I mean, the Empire, that's fairly old. Like, right? That's probably like middle yeah. age. He's like, a people, grandpa. People don't often make it past like the 40s unless oh. they're lucky or if they're privileged. No, no he's lucky. Tim's lucky. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a talent called lucky, so you need to take that at some point. If I'm lucky. <laughs> All right, next up, eye color. Give me a 2D10 roll. I got... Oh, it looks like you got pale blue. Oh, cool. Is that different than regular blue? Yeah, it's paler. Oh. I got a five. Uh, Blue. <laughs> Man. So your eyes, com- or Lucky's eyes, compared to Mina's eyes, would be a lighter shade of blue. Oh, like pale. <laughs> yes, thanks, Tim. Like a bucket of blue. Bruno, what'd you get? Brown? Uh, dark brown. Oh, hey. You got pale gray. Ooh. Okay. Okay. But I don't have blue eyes. I have pale, I have gray eyes. Now we have hair color. They're hazel eyes. <laughs> uh, hair color is another 2D10. Looks like Tim has a light brown. 14. 14 teen. Dark brown. Carl? You got a 19 for red. Ooh. Ooh. Pale gray eyes and red hair. The devil's in that boy. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. going to divert all the attention away from all you right. into him. Bruno, you're 25. Please tell me you're old gray. I know. I, I, I got dark brown there. Oh, okay. That's fine. It's just boring. He dies it. All right. Height. We know Bruno is five feet tall. He's going to be mistaken for a dwarf often. Uh, this is... They um, I lost it. So human is four foot nine plus two D ten. You can't... Okay. You can't be five feet. So four four foot nine plus two d ten inches. Fuck, man. You got to math a little bit, yeah. Uh, thirteen inches. Added. Yeah. So you are five foot ten. Does he add a foot and then one more inch? Okay. So oh. five ten. So you're pretty tall. Okay. Eleven. So five foot eight. Correct. Yeah. Good job. 
pretty average height. Carl? You got a 17. I think that makes me break the six-foot barrier. Whoa. Hey, whoa. What did you say, 17? Is that the direction you go on Tinder? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you stand next to Bruno, you're more than a foot taller than him. That's awesome. I'm <laughs> excited about it. I look forward to articulating that in the world in a lot of ways. I just, it's so appropriate that JB's the shortest. Right. Just like drop <laughs> random things and be like, hey, Bruno, can you pick that up for me? You're closer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, interestingly enough, they don't have anything about weight. Like it's on the character sheet, but it doesn't, there's no like chart for weight. So it's just kind of. Um, it's not polite to ask. Yeah. We're getting past that now. Yeah, I guess so. Um so you just kind of think what makes sense and um, chances of being over. Well, like JB said he pictures himself as rotund. So just think about what what number would make sense at that height. How much would you weigh to be rotund at five feet tall? Rotund, Jay, what do you think? Rotund isn't that like a like a very dry Arctic plain, like a rotundra. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's how big he is. Yes, good one. So, I, so chances are. Uh, especially those of you that are not in the silver category for um, monetary gain, you're probably not going to be anywhere near overweight or even ideal weight. Most almost certainly yeah. underweight. A soldier. So the soldier and the the Steve, no soldier and coachman. The coachman were in the silver tier, so you'd have much better access to healthy foods and things. Um, which is funny that. The coachman is a short one, and the stevedore that's embraced here is a real big one. Yeah. Um, but just think about you know, look at your stats, look at your strength and your toughness, um, and think how how would that reflect in your weight compared to your height? Okay. So there's nothing for height there. So right. are there not carnivals? Are there carnivals to guess your weight? Yeah. Um, like you got to sit in that dude's hands. <laughs> Isn't that how he does it? And wait. Yeah. Yeah. Guess your weight. I mean, you're going to have to make a number up then, I guess. Gotcha. We'll figure that out. We're going to work on that off, off, off mic. We'll figure that out. He's got to squeeze you with his ambidextrous hands. Yeah. All right. So we got a next to last. Our penultimate thing here is your ambitions that uh, I think Alex mentioned earlier. Um, So you have two different types of ambitions, which are pretty important for your character. You have short term ambitions and long term. So Alex said one of his long term ambitions was to make a Carl Jr. Um, so examples in the book here, <laughs> short-term ambitions could be things like, it says, ruining the reputation of a romantic rival, Ooh. Uh, avenging a fallen comrade, or befriending a reclusive scholar. Are there examples? So like I said, something that you are, you know, trying to accomplish in the relatively short term within the few weeks or months. Hmm. So we're starting to get ideas about our characters. Now you have your careers. You came up with a name. Maybe you have an image in your head of them. This is kind of give us some more of their personality. What is it they're trying to accomplish? What are they? What are their ambitions like? What are some short term goals? If you if you could put a time frame on short term, what would you put that at? Something that we would potentially achieve in the next couple months or as far out as a couple of years. No. So there's also long-term ambitions, which would be more like months or years. So this is the in days or weeks. Okay. Days or weeks. This some, so short-term ambitions are going to be ones that you're going to be able to accomplish. It says within a few sessions. So in our cases, um, you know, every three or four sessions or every like 
eight or 10 sessions, you should be able to accomplish a short-term goal since we're going to be doing like hour long shows. Okay. Dan, could you talk a little bit about like, uh, you know, the hook for our adventure? Cause like, I don't know yeah. if I want to make a short-term objective that is related to my career or if there is some launching off point where there's something I'm going to work towards rather than like, you know, get a raise at the docks. Right. I want to have my own boat. Well, for the next six years, we're going to be in the <laughs> desert. So, No, it's a, good, it's a really good question, actually. You, um, I'm obviously not going to tell you too much. Part of what I wanted to do tonight was figure out why you are traveling to Aldorf. You are current. You are going to be currently on the road, either whether you know each other or not yet. You are on the road. You're about two days out. Um, by coach travel, you're going to come up to a coaching inn on foot um, and you're traveling to Altdorf, the capital of the empire. You're traveling from Middenheim on the Altdorf Middenheim road. You're traveling southwest through the forest, the great forest, they call it. Um, so you got to. So part of this is figuring out why are you doing this? Um, so like Tim's might be easy. Are you going to the colleges? What is it? What's in Altdorf? Altdorf's everything. It's the capital of the empire. Yeah, it's a huge oh, it's city. A, it's a massive yeah. city. There's um, the big Snapple. I think there's like eight hundred thousand people there. That's which is a lot. That's for many this people. World. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you can find anything, you can find it in Altdorf, pretty much. Okay. You could find more um, candles. <laughs> oh, that's true. That could be another goal. Got to add to your like Ooh. twelve or whatever you have. He's got a oh, lot. It's eleven. Sorry, I mean that's a I sore forgot. subject. <laughs> um, so, are you going there to look for work? Um, I'm going to send everybody a picture of something real quick while you guys kind of talk about why you might be going to Altdorf. Pick up a job if he's going to be able to support Carl Jr. Right. So, yeah. You know, he's long term here. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be an in and out. You, you're around. Right. Do they have in and outs in Altdorf? It has everything. They have to. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I was just thinking maybe I'm like transferring. Like as a soldier, maybe I'm transferring to a different unit or whatever. Maybe I should. There's probably a lot of units you can transfer to. Right. Yeah. I need to find the right <laughs> unit that fits me. <laughs> right. So you know? look at a map, actually. So you, this, like, you're not on the way from Karaberg to Altdorf at this right. point. Yeah. You're kind of out of the way of that. So uh, I don't know, maybe you're the last surviving member of a unit returning yeah. back for orders or something like that. Yeah. Um, I sent everybody um, in, a, in our group chat an image that might give you a um, motivation to be traveling to Altdorf. We're looking for your dick. <laughs> that is um, the motivation. Oh, sorry. Different chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could be as simple as you go in there to look for work. All right. I would say as we are going into the Altdorf, right? And we are stopping at a coaching inn. Um, I could be that coachman that is bringing you all in to Altdorf. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, being such a poor, poor coachman, I have crashed the coach. And uh, yeah. So um, one of my ambitions, um, I'd like to say, is like either getting paid, um, maybe like recuperating some of, you know, uh, payment for the strip, or... Um, since I am rotund, uh, getting some good food. Um, mm. Your short-term ambition is, is just getting a good hot meal. Um, yeah, but I, I feel like it has to be something special, like a like a Chick Fil A like meat pie, yeah, or something like or, that. Uh, what's is that too simple Chick-fil-A. for a short-term ambition? Getting a good meal. Um, yeah, like or like a, a Vena too, or a, a, a halfling meat pie. 
Ooh, halfling meat pie. Is it made out of halflings? <laughs> Just halfling. No, they're known oh. for their <laughs> making stellar meat pies. Oh. Um, so real quick to help uh, listeners understand uh, what I just sent out. Danny, would you mind reading this? Yeah. Um, particular flyer yeah. character may have seen. It's very scrolly. It's got a nice like coat of arms at the top there. Uh, it says, Wanted, Bold Adventures, His Excellency, the Crown Prince, Hergard von Tassenich, oh, I see why you made me read this now, uh, of the Grand Principality of Ostland, hereby gives notice that he is currently resident in Altdorf and wishes to engage the services of a party of skilled adventurers. Employment is to begin as soon as possible for an indefinite period. Would-be applicants are forewarned that they shall be required to undertake a most perilous mission into unexplored regions of the Grey Mountains. The matter is of the most is of the utmost delicacy and absolute discretion is required. Remuneration is negotiable depending on experience, but a minimum of eight shillings per person per day is guaranteed, in addition to a generous bonus on complete bonus on completion of the mission. No laggards, cowards, or dwarfs need apply. I do love that last part. <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> yeah, Bruno. Uh, so just real quick, so there this is from Osland, which is another province of the Empire that's to the north east of where you guys are now past the middle mountains past middenheim um but the mission is going to the gray mountains which would be on the opposite side of altdorf in the direction you're traveling into the southwest the gray mountains are the mountain range that separate the empire from bretonia so he's looking for adventurers to go do something in the gray mountains and make bank what was it eight shillings a day eight shillings a day per person a lot of money what what would you equivalent that to uh, it says a shilling is about the. You, they said to think of it about the equivalent equivalent of a pound, so like a dollar twenty five. You make like eight dollars a day. Yeah, like ten dollars a day. Yeah. So that's like four meat pies. Yeah. yeah. No, so a penny would be a pound. That's uh, a right. Is about twelve dollars. My bad. Dang. Okay, oh. so that is good money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you. JB. Okay, so I'm thinking. So we know about this flyer already, or are we going to Altdorf and then we'll see the flyer? No, you've seen this flyer. I sent it to you so you can decide: is your character motivated by that or something else? Okay. So if you're having trouble thinking of something, here's some potential motivation for your character. Okay. So maybe like some shit went down with my soldier person, with Mina, and she's kind of taken like a a little break. Maybe she saw some things or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'll figure can, something there's out. so many weird things to see in the Empire, right? especially as a soldier. Yeah. That's what you fought. You fought goblins, orcs, beastmen. Yeah. Maybe weird short beastmen with pointy faces and teeth. Yeah. Stuck out. I'm torn between something like that and then like wanting to prove myself to my family. Like I had like motivation. an older brother who like died in some glorious way. And then, you know. You know what? Let's get back to ambitions after the last part of character creation, which is one of my favorite parts that WFRP has called the 10 questions. I help you make these help you develop these things about your character. Um, so I'm going to re- kind of read through these and give you guys a minute to if you have immediate ideas, um, you can kind of blurt it out um, to think of to, to develop this person a little bit more beyond the name and maybe an image in your head in a career. So the first question is, where are you from? So you're you're humans. You're from the Empire, at least we're assuming. Um, I know not everybody knows everything about the Empire, but are you from nearby Altdorf? Are you from far away? Do you want to be more uh, foreign to this area? You could, even if you don't know a specific name of an area in the Empire, are you from a small village? Are you from a city? Are you from 
uh, a fishing town on a lake? Are you from a mining village in the middle mountains? Something Ooh, like can that. Can I be like from like the equivalent of Lake Town? Sure. Yeah. Boom. I don't know the name of a lake off the top of my head in the Empire, but I'm sure there's tons. Well, I'm, I'm from Lake Town. <laughs> That's just what it's called. Is there is there an area that would be considered like a, like a rural impoverished farm community literally anywhere in the empire oh yeah. sweet i'm from one of those <laughs> so you're from a rural impoverished farming town yeah okay cool yeah and someone like throws out a name and you're like oh yeah right near there right <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i uh my character would be definitely more of a cosmopolitan uh person because mm-hmm. i don't feel like he would be very far from the comfort of a, a big city, um, even though he's been on the road for most of his life. Um, so I think I could be from uh, Altdorf. Yeah. So you are you are an Altdorfer? Um, born, but maybe not raised. Uh, maybe raised, uh, you know, on the road per se. But uh, yeah, oh. I could be an Altdorfer. Yeah. Okay, cool. And so what are you thinking for Carl? I think Carl's also going to be uh, native in Altdorf. But, you know, it's uh, on a river. It is, uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely on a river. Yeah, so, I mean, I've been involved in uh, commerce before, and, you know, maybe I've left town in pursuit of some uh, more lucrative employment that didn't really shake out, and so now I'm on my way back into town to get some steady income again. Cool. All right. Uh, so next question here says, what is your family like? And this isn't something that your character would have to divulge to others. Um, think about what is your family like? Do you have, um, do you have a significant other? Are you married? Do you have kids? Are you um, alone in the world? Do you have much of a family? Are they all dead? They get killed by beastmen in the night. Do they get killed by a sickness that wafted through town? Do they all die of dysentery on the road? Fording a river. Yeah. Did their coach fall over on top of them? All kinds of, you know, gratuitous ways you could die in the Empire. Yeah. Hmm. Did they get mutated beyond all reason and then the townsfolk lynched them? Mm. Yeah, my mom did. (laughs) Um, Was she also a witch? uh, I don't know. Probably. Uh my father, though, is a, a world-renowned um, alchemist who oh. works directly for the emperor um, and regularly travels between here and there um, to support me and my six brothers and sisters. <laughs> All right. Super famous, by the way. He's always gone on super important alchemy business. I'm torn between being from a really big family, like one of those families that just has like litters of kids. Cause you don't, you hope that some stick. Yeah. Basically. Um, torn between that. And then like, that's another reason to try and like, I'm going to be a soldier and stand out and make my family proud. You but know? really you're one of tens of thousands that just go. Right. Yeah. To die. It's like, literally I go from like being just a face in a crowd at home to being a face in a crowd on the battlefield. Like, but you're hoping whatever. you're going to stand out. But yeah, I'm going to do a thing and make people love me. Uh, let's see. What would, what would you suggest for a character? How about that? What? This is your job, making up a character. If you're not sure, we can. you can always go back to it later. Carl? 
Uh, well, I think that uh, Steve Dorr's uh, father is a foreman, so he would technically have been my first boss. Um, and I'm coming from a family with lots of brothers, so I have four brothers, and two of them have already died in tragic shipping accidents that occurred at the docks which is one of the things where I was basically like, fuck this, this is dumb, I'm leaving, I'm going to find something else, uh, because it's definitely my father's recklessness and unwillingness to adopt safety standards that has already led to the demise of two of my brothers who work in the family business. Wow, okay. Whew, that was heavy. <laughs> Like the things that fell on his brothers <laughs> I during those shipping that. accidents. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're talking some acne saves, some pianos. <laughs> oh, you kind of got into the next question. What was your childhood like? Al, uh, Carl's was apparently full of death, as is most people in the Empire. Mine was full of fish. <laughs> oh, because you're from a town. I'm from Lake Town. Stinky. You should look up what Lake Town would translate to German, and that could be the name of the town. Okay, I'm on it. So what was your childhood like? And again, you don't, if you just want to come up with an idea, you don't have to share it right at this moment. It could be something that comes up in game. It might not. Um, all my brothers and sisters would, uh, we would go out and get um, special ingredients for my father's uh, super important uh, potions and alchemy things for the emperor, which he needs to live. Super important. And then my mom mutated and they killed her. Yikes. She was your, your brothers and sisters killed her? No. The the mayor of small farm town. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So she was lynched. Well, yeah. That's pretty brutal. Well, she was a mutant, though. I mean, they are illegal. Right. So, I mean. And the punishment is death. Right. Same so, with witches. No. They are illegal and the punishment is death. Aren't all wizards witches at some point? Though? No, because they're wizards. They're legal. But like, <laughs> like... To practice magic without attending the colleges of magic and have a license is illegal and punishable by death. Did but, I not mention that earlier? You did, but like what, what, <laughs> what happens when like your magic, you know, first happens? You don't have a license then. You haven't applied for your permit. What if it's on a Friday night on a three-day weekend? <laughs> you might have You're a, a witch for three days, days right? And it takes eight weeks to travel to Altdorf. <laughs> right. So, I mean, everyone's witches, bud. Everyone's witches. Ooh. What was uh, right. Bruno's childhood like? Traveling no. on coaches. So in the... Uh, aspect of you know being totally random for wfrp and i believe they dropped the ball a little bit on this you know giving too much uh you know profits to the, the players um i found a random character generator for the wfrp online and uh let's see what i've rolled up here um oh my parents are dead i've got three siblings um and let's see i had a wife she died um Ooh. but i have three kids Oh, wow. Uh, that are all still alive. Yeah. And you're just traveling the road? Are the kids with, with you? Like, I want you to roll, roll up your kids' ages at 2D10 each. Okay, copy that. <laughs> Wait, 2D10 for <laughs> kids' ages? I'm 25. I was oh, right, say, right, you right. could have a 20-year-old kid. <laughs> that doesn't work. How about D10? That makes more sense. Okay, all right. 
Oh right. my god. So we got a So a I'm twenty five. I have a twenty year old son. Eight year old. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking he was old, I forgot he's not that old. <laughs> you gotta start early in this world. All right. Like you're potty trained, you're a father. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking about it from the wrong direction. Maybe he's an adopted an adult son already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what'd you get, JB? <laughs> Uh, a five-year-old, a six-year-old, and an eight-year-old. Oh, wow! So what? Yeah. So yeah. So you got to think. You don't have to talk about this right this second, but yeah, think about what. Where are those kids? Where are they? Are they in Altdorf? Are they like staying with family? Or I would say yeah, they're staying with a uh, family, staying with uh, uh, one of my three siblings. Yeah. Nice. All right. Definitely That's not great. staying with the dead parents. So the next question: Why did you leave home? So we'll start with JB. Why aren't you with your kids? Fucking deadbeat in annoying. and out, Dad. Not <laughs> like Carl's Jr. Just trying to make a living, man. <laughs> I mean, and that's respectable. Kind of like a truck driver. He's like a single. Yeah, he's like a single father right now. Yeah. All right, JB, I'd take it back. I'm Maybe sorry. that could be a long-term ambition. You're looking for the new Mrs. Coachman, Bruno Coachman. It's not bad. Yikes. Not bad at all. All right, uh, Lucky. Um, <laughs> why are you? So why are you leave? Why'd you leave home? Uh, well, you see, uh, it's been a while since my dad has been back. Um, so I got to go to the city. Number one, we have all these alchemy supplies for them and special ingredients. All those candles and matches. Yeah, <laughs> candles and matches um, that, you know, I need to go bring to him so he can do his incredibly important work in the city. Huh. So I keep thinking of you as being Sabrina. And so I'm like, oh, your dad's the devil. So you've got to take this stuff like... I just can't separate. Oh, gotcha. I haven't He's watched the Sabrina. Netflix series. I can't separate that fantasy from this fantasy because none <laughs> of it is reality. So, shit. All right. So, again, that could be an ambition of yours. You're trying to find yeah. your dad. Yeah. That, could be, hey, that would be probably long term because, you know, it's day, at least days away. Yeah. Hey, Lucky, I hope you find your dad. <laughs> I mean, he's there. Yeah. He just needs us to go. Like, yeah. don't fucking make this a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. a short-term ambition. I'm going to the city, drop some shit off, and then yeah. fucking do something else. Yeah. Mina, he's what fine. are you... Why, um, what was it? Why, why, why did, did you I, leave home? Because they ran out of beds. <laughs> so, my family. Oh. All right, because... Because we're a litter family. Oh, you And uh, C's dot. So, it was either... You know, sleep in a canoe tied to the dock next to my house or go do something with my life. That's so. the name of the town you're from? Seastat? Seastat. Seastat right now. <laughs> <laughs> so may, so how old are you again? 20. All right. So, you're, so it's, it's been a while. Right. So maybe, well, you are a soldier already. So yes. you've done some time in the. Oh, I've done some time. The Grand Army of the Empire. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Okay. Did yep. you voluntarily join, or were you conscripted? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. Maybe I mean, that's why you left home. You were mm. like tithed. Okay. Did you Ooh, go? Yeah. Did Let's you go, go into that. the army the same time JB started having kids, which was five <laughs> years old? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why'd you leave home, Carl? With a C. <laughs> uh, like I said, I got fed up with my dad's unsafe labor practices that had led to the demise of my two brothers in tragic acne accidents. And, uh, are you, you know, a third so, brother? Did you just decide, well, the two older ones are dead, now's my time to get the fuck out of here? 
Well, I mean, like, you know, I'm looking at it and it's so far 50-50 survival odds and like, that's not great. So yeah, I'm, I'm skipping town because I, I do care about my longevity. I want to <laughs> find, I want to find some work that's safer than dock work. So adventuring seems like it's going to work out. So, <laughs> so you're, you're a stevedore that you don't really want to be a stevedore anymore. So you might be thinking about entering another career in the future. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something that may come uh, down the line, but like, that's definitely my trade right now. Uh, but you know, I might see some advantages in picking up a new skill, get a new job. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm trying to play open-minded. Very cool. All right, we're going to do one more question, and then I realize we forgot something really important. Um, who are your best friends? Is it somebody in the party? Is it somebody from where you came from? Is it somebody that only exists in your mind? <laughs> or are, do you have a best friend at all? Did you have a best friend, but now they uh, got deadsies? Or did mm. they turn into a mutant? Or did they go crazy? Because that happens a lot, too. Bruno, do you want to be like uh, one of my drinking buddies? <laughs> I could see a coachman and a uh, you know dock worker who both live in Altdorf meeting each other and you know getting to be friends. Yeah, that could easily be uh, a connection that we have. Uh, also, seeing uh, as you do want to move away from Altdorf, I could give you the easy out of being like, "Hey, hop on the coach. I can take you where you need to go." Yeah, that sounds awesome. Telling you about the life on the open road. GB, you sound like Aladdin to Alex's Jasmine. <laughs> yeah, I've been for so long. Basically, everything I know about outside of Altdorf, I've gotten from Bruno, and I'll leave it to you on whether or not that is lies or. <laughs> we're all Stevador does have consume alcohol as a skill. Ooh. There you go. Coach, when you get it in your second rank, not yet. <laughs> yeah. So I'm better at it than you are right now. Something yeah, with I'm a total lightweight. Ooh, there's an ambition. Get better at drinking. <laughs> Build up that tolerance. Shit, yeah. That's one of my ambitions. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, so uh, Carl and Bruno are already friends. I like that. How about uh, Lucky? Um, I had a couple friends. Um, Turned him into frogs. No, they... <laughs> They mutated and then they were lynched also. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Is it something about you? <laughs> I don't think so. What's the common denominator here? Um, no, I don't think so. It's just something that happens. I just as assumed it happens all the time. It's like if you have five kids, like four of them are going to turn into mutants and be killed, right? <laughs> Statistically, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Mina. I had a best friend named Leaf, and we both um, joined the army at the same time. Okay. <laughs> the hand motion. Not the hand motion. At the time, yeah. I didn't think that's what was joining. <laughs> no, God, we we joined the army when we were like five. Get that out of your mind. That's disgusting. Um, but he got killed, so. That's sad. What he turn into by? a mutant too? In a battle, not a mutant. No battle uh, against what? No. What killed him? Oh, people and things. People and things. People right, and I'll things. I'll let you come up with that. Yeah, later. I don't want to talk about the details. It hurts. We're gonna finish up the questions, and I'll give you guys a homework assignment. Oh boy! All right. So we said, who are your best friends? What is your greatest desire? I think we know Carl's to make Carl Junior. 
What about, let's go to Mina. What is your greatest desire? Mm. How can Slinish tempt you? I don't know. I feel like I'm really driven by like law and order and bringing like peace and ridding chaos. Sorry, witch. Wow. Well, Stephen, now what have you to even assume? know they're a witch? I don't know. Do I? I don't know. Better hide your ambidextrous hands. Oh, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I would be really driven by like the, you know, very type A, like bringing order to the community in the world. All right. Uh, Lucky, let's jump over to you. Um, this is my first chance to go to the city. Uh, one of my biggest desires is to go and see uh, what my dad does. <laughs> Because um, he's super important. He works directly for the emperor. I don't know if I mentioned that. He's literally his alchemist and he's here all the time. So I want to see his business. I want to see how it works. Uh, I just look up to him so much. He's provided for all of my brothers and sisters. Um, and, uh, you know, I also don't want to turn into a mutant. So I figure that's easily in top three of my desires is to not be a mutant. All right. Nice. <laughs> Bruno, what's your greatest desire? I feel like he's uh, totally like into not working or maybe like the luxurious life. So here to open up a coaching in himself, get up and have other people do work for him, or to uh, sample you know some of the best food in the empire from one corner of the empire to the other. Nice. Oh yeah. Bretonia, uh, have some of that nice French food. Bretonian mm. wine is where it's at. What are your best and worst memories? We're going to start with Bruno this time. Again, it has to do with food. Uh, you know, <laughs> probably he could go uh, on and on about like uh, the different sort of meat pies that uh, makes one region really good, one region really bad. Um, yeah, that, that probably all of his best memories uh, having to do with food. Not about his like, children being born or anything like that. No, it's all about food. So what about worst memory? Probably the death of your wife? Yeah, probably death of wife, yeah. All right. Or, or, um, bad food. or bad food. Mina. Best memory. I have a tie. One, when my older sister got married and moved out, and so I got her comfier bed in the loft. <laughs> or that. the day that I met Leaf. Huh? Worst memory, the day that Leaf died. But Carl. I think that for my worst memory, it's definitely going to be the death of my next youngest brother, Dave. Uh, and because my father was very creative with names, you know. Uh, but so the day that he was tragically crushed by a safe that was being unloaded from a ship. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I think that my best memory is going to be one of my uh, drinking escapades with Bruno, where a pair of hooligans were picking on Bruno for his small, portly stature, and I got to beat the tar out of him. And then subsequently, like people were like very excited about it, and I got free drinks for the rest of the night. So nice. I got yeah. to kind of dude, and you know. Have some drinks on the house. All right. Before I ask Lucky this question, I just have to ask one question to Bruno real quick. Do you have a beard? I would say no, if only to see, you know, the uh, prominence of my double chin. 
And that helps people distinguish you from a dwarf, too. Right. That is true. Correct. Maybe you've gotten uh, mistaken for a dwarf too many times, so you refuse to grow so a beard. So many times. So many times. I'm actually angry about it, yeah. I like it. All right, Lucky, what are your best and worst memories? Best memory by far. Um, my uncle um, had uh, seven um, sons and daughters. Uh, and in our community, it was uh, super important that we get matched up kind of an arranged marriage situation. Mm. I was lucky enough to get um, the eldest uh, cousin uh, as she was supposed to be my wife. Um, she unfortunately became a mutant and then was lynched. Um, so kind of, a, a you know, <laughs> both sides of the coin there. It was awesome. I got the hot cousin that I was going to get to marry. Um, but, uh, then she turned into a mutant and, uh, both families had seven brothers and sisters. So I was kind of odd man out. Um, so, you know, now I don't have a, I don't have a cousin to marry and that's kind of the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I, I like the skill in which you put them both at the same moment. Yeah, it was good. All right. So do you have any religious beliefs, Lucky? Do I? Yeah. So I know this is kind of a tough question for you because yeah. you don't know much about the world. So just in general, and then we can kind of assign a God to it later if she's somebody that worships the God. So the gods are very real presence in this world. I mean, they're people that can do like divine magic. Basically, they can have prayers answered. Like they're, they're gotcha. a big part of the military are warrior priests that go and lead armies and, you know, smite them with the, the power of Sigma or Ulrich or whoever. Okay. So it's hard to be an atheist in this world because there's such clear, because there's one acts. like right over there. Yeah, right. Gotcha. <laughs> um, like they don't, the gods themselves don't manifest on the world or anything like that, but you can see their power. Okay. Um, yeah, that's going to be a super difficult question for me to answer. I'd, I'd have to to look into that. And get so, back to you. Jay, what kind of beliefs would she have? Maybe not. We can, we can, like I said, we can assign a specific god later. Maybe, but like, what kind of things would she venerate? This is too in much. This is too much commitment right now. <laughs> <laughs> Way too much. He needs to think about this for two weeks. All right, I'll give you yeah. some time. Okay. Um, we'll go to GB because he knows more about the world. What What do you think? Um, who does Bruno worship? Um. I'm going to say that uh, he definitely has a uh, sore spot for more uh, for taking his wife. Um, Fair. The, um, I'm trying to see if there's like a primary god for like maybe um, Steve Doors or uh, people that uh, just uh, go about the Empire. Um, Traveler. So, um, Manon or Manan? Is the god of the sea? I think also travel might kind of work. Uh, so he's the god of the sea, but the worshippers are sailors, fishermen, and merchants. Mm. So if you're involved in like sea commerce, he's like he's very cool with sea commerce. Right. Yeah, he's kind of like what, Triton two hundred four or Poseidon. That's what I was thinking of. Similar to Poseidon, but he he could be worshipped anywhere, really. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think I might go more uh, along the lines of either like a devout Sigmarite or like maybe a tinge of Renault, if only because like Sigmar is the god of the empire uh, is worshipped everywhere. Um, also, um, uh, Renault is maybe the god of uh, trickery and rogues. So, you know, just trying to play that luck aspect a little bit. Nice. Yeah, so Tim, uh, Renault was the first guy I thought of for like you personally. 
not so much for your character. He's like, think like Loki, but less evil and more okay. just silly mischievous. Renald is uh, the god of trickery and luck and things. And then, of course, Sigmar is the big one. Sigmar is the god of the empire. He's the one that founded the empire like 2,400 years ago. Um, and he has ascend- since kind of ascended to godhood because people venerated him so. Um, most everybody in the empire re- worships Sigmar to some degree or at least acknowledges him as, as a god. Um, but he's also seen as he's the god of the empire and also seen as a god of war as well. Hmm. Uh, Mina. Uh, probably pretty hardcore Sigmar. Sigmar. Yeah. You sound disappointed. <laughs> I mean, you know, because like everybody follows him. It's not like some kind of like obscure hipster thing. Fair. Yeah. Well, what I thought that would fit well for you, you mentioned that you, you felt like she was really along the straight and narrow and about like the law and order and everything. Mm-hmm. So one I, I thought fit, would fit her really well is the goddess of Verena, who is the goddess of order and law. Um, most lawyers have like personal shrines to Verena. Her uh, symbol is basically lady, um, lady of justice where she's blind and she has a sword in one hand and scales in the other kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it just kind of sounded to me when you were saying that I, my first thought was Verena. Cool. Um, as a soldier, Ulrich is the God of war would be a big one for you. Uh, along with Sigmar, of course. Um, somebody else I was thinking of. No, I forgot. Or Myrmidia is uh the goddess uh she's another goddess of war but a strategic war like athena is a pair compared to Ares. right um she's um is super highly venerated in estalia which is a country south of the empire that's like spain mm-hmm. um but there are worshipers worshipers of myrmidia in the empire as well so those are the okay. other ones you could she's um, shown as a warrior woman with a big shield and a long spear because they're um, largely like polytheistic. Oh, totally. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to worship just one God. Probably okay. even priests of the gods still acknowledge others and, and will, you know, pay penance to them on their days and things like that. Right. So like you could totally worship Sigmar and Mimirdia and Verena and Ulrich and all of them. Cool. Whatever. Cool. 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 Um, Carl, you're all about more, right? More is the God of death. Uh, no, I, so I'm still, I'm pretty into Manan, but, uh, my attitude is not like pure devotion. It's a little bit of fire and brimstone because I like, I'm familiar with how perilous the sea can be. So, you know, like I'm very into the superstitions of like tossing a coin in the water to ask for safe travel, you know, getting that first catch to Manan because like, if you screw that stuff up, like it's probably going to end bad. I like it. So you're going to be doing little superstitious things all the time. Yeah. Perfect. I like that. It's very old world. All right. Penultimate question here to whom or what are you loyal? I'm assuming Carl and uh, Bruno are loyal to each other. Mm-hmm. You have a bit of our bromance going on here. Mm-hmm. This is guy love between two guys. That's all it is. <laughs> Anything else Nothing in particular? I would think that Bruno has like uh, maybe an overboss that uh, you know he's using his coach, um, and uh, he'd be loyal to that company, that coaching company, maybe. Oh, and you broke it! You broke the coach. Yeah, I broke it. I destroyed it. Yeah. Broke that coach. Yikes. Mina. Um, I would say you know my commanders. Obviously, like anyone who's in that kind of leadership role. I'm going to follow them and trust that they 
are doing what's right and know what's best. Lucky? Um, the three most important non-mutant people to me um, <laughs> are, of course, uh, my father, right. uh, my brother, Daryl. Um, also, my other brother, Daryl. Um, Once he said my brother, Daryl, I was like, oh, he's going to have another brother, Daryl. <laughs> so those are those are the three that I mean, we were Daryl. Daryl and I really held down the fort after my mom mutated and stabbed that guy. So <laughs> oh, she stabbed somebody. Well, now. yeah. Well, yeah. Getting more information here. Um, oh, that's great. So we really we held down the fort, kept things together. And, you know, we were like a redneck council. All right. Does Carl have anybody else he's loyal to besides Bruno? Yeah, I like he also has got some, you know, like loyalty. It's not just to a person, but also to a concept. And I think that like self-respect is sort of a big deal for him. Like, you know, working up the gumption to leave home and leave the family business was like, you know, a big deal for him. Nice. I like it. Yeah. All right. Last question. The most important question. What is your favorite color? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> why are you adventuring? So not only are you, we, we have our little motivation about why you're traveling to Altdorf. Why are you adventuring in general? This is obviously something that has no guarantee of making money, making a living, no guarantee of living very long. Empire is a super dangerous place. Pretty much every city in town is walled because of marauding goblins and beastmen and things like that. So why are you becoming an adventurer are you or are you even on the adventuring path at this point are you just trying to get the alt door and figure it out from there that one so you're not quite so mina's not quite an adventurer yet i would not say i'm an adventurer no because you're still a soldier correct and you're going to alt to get new command yes okay so you're heading to the barracks there yes got it uh, carl i think is uh you know an adventurer out of just frank desperation because I'm not going to go back to the family business now that I'm coming back to Altdorf. Like, but getting a steady job is still pretty tough. So like, it's not his first choice just due to the general mortality of adventuring. Uh, but like you got to do something. All right. And you know, you're a big, strong dude. So yeah, you could be good at it. Bruno, would you be an adventurer yet? Reluctantly, yes, uh, if only because uh, crashing that coach uh, put me in probably a bad position. I have, probably have to report it, or maybe not. Um, maybe I'm adventuring to make up the cost uh, mm. to pay that back, um, or um, to make enough money to send my children off to school or a good, give them a good apprenticeship so that they don't have to uh, ride the road. Nice. All right, lucky. So you something good here, right? Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, I'm a family guy. I've kind of I don't have a lot of purpose anymore in my uh, in my hometown. Um, my wife mutated and is dead. Uh, my other brothers and cousins are having kids now. They have a lot of people that are going to take over the responsibilities that I had. Um, so, yeah, I want to find my way, find a, you know, potentially new partner or a new spouse. Um see my dad's you know incredibly important and epic uh business maybe work for him if he's got room um you know i have a lot of different talents maybe i can help maybe i can't but either way uh to to new it you know paths <laughs> all right that are not my mutated cousin who also so we have on. like one adventure basically everybody else just kind of has a yeah just a particular send it. goal 
All right, so that kind of covers the characters. So homework I'm going to give you guys is you um, have your skills, you have talents, you have your characteristics. You get 40 points to spend on Oof. advancements. We're not playing again for like another month and a half, right? <laughs> Who knows when? So you don't have to start it right now. You can put a little jot and note down. You have 40 advancements you can make in your skills. Or um, get a talent. Well, you have some starting experience. We fig- we got to figure out right. how much everybody got for that. You could potentially buy a- another talent from your first rank of your career for a hundred experience. Right. Um, I think from my I got up to ninety-five points. Nice ninety-five. Not it's pretty. I mean, you can buy you can buy some advancements for that, or you can wait to buy a talent. Um, one thing I did forget. I'm realizing now is after we did the. Uh, characteristics. You should have gotten some points to spend right away. Ooh. I, when I made it my practice character the other day, I saw... Where is this? I believe, I believe you the... get five advancements to spend. Don't you get yes. things based on things for your class that don't have the symbol under it or something like that? If, you, if they don't have a symbol under it, it means you, get, you can't put advancements into it. Oh, gotcha. So you get, so you get five advancements that you can put into your characteristics. Um, you got to check which ones you have... Uh, the ability to put uh, points into, mm-hmm. um, and then you have 40 advancements to spend on your skills. Okay. Um, and they give you 40 because one of the uh, prerequisites to move to another level of your career or change careers is to have at least five points in your eight skills. So you could do that right away mm. and be very close to being able to change to another career. So it's important to have what are your career skills marked as opposed to just your species skills. Gotcha. Which I, I think I failed to mention that earlier. Apologize. Maybe just put a little C next to it. Um, but so we're not going to do that off air. So if you want to double check with the book and mark which of your which skills you have are your career skills. You have to have at least five advances in to move to the next career. All right. Okay. You get 40 to spend. You can't put any more than 10 in any one skill at this point. Can't be that good at something. But other than that, I can't wait to see what these characters do in the game. Yeah. I'm excited. This is a... <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the pretty typical WFRP uh, party here where we're not like super well balanced, but we're actually pretty well balanced. Yeah. For the, you didn't all roll townsfolk. Right. Oof. And innkeepers. <laughs> and beggars. Beggars. I'm a little sad you didn't take a beggar, JB. Uh, but this is session zero. Uh, character creation. Well, we're going to get to know these characters a lot more as we go through the enemy within. Uh, and next up will be episode one. We'll go see. Um, we're going to start at a coaching and see what happens. Sweet. Otherwise, thanks for joining. And hopefully we all survive this grim world of perilous adventure. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore, 
where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual.